Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, I'm joined by only one of my iconic co-hosts, Arbiter Beauty and Style, Gwen Flamberg. Oh, I am an Arbiter, and you know, I always like to have all the attention, so it is so great to be here with you today, solo. It is, and we have the unruly ghost of baby girl Sarah Huron, who is currently standing on someone's shoulders, drinking on a boat. Hello, ghost of Sarah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doing upside down, what are those shots? Keg stands? Yes. That's Keg stands, fireballs, rosés. You know, I'm glad she's living her best life, and she will be back next week. She better. Well, today we have um, a big win for a pop star. A Real Housewife Crying Mascara Tears, a royal snub that I cannot wait to talk about, a battle over a Kardashian, and much, much more. But let's get into the woes of the week. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go woe this week? Oh my gosh. You know, I just can't believe, Travis, that Stormy Webster has her own office at Kylie headquarters. You know, what is she now? Three She's three, yes. She is She is three, and she has her own office. I, you know, sometimes I just think, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm living my best life. I don't know if I, maybe I zigged when I should have zagged. I don't know, because Stormy has her own office at a beauty conglomerate, and she's growing her own brand. Yes. Okay. So a lot of three-year-olds get like their parents set up an Instagram account for them, you know, a college fund, but like is Stormy a CEO at three years old? What is going on? She's like a CEO in in training. Okay. I went, I went, whoa, whoa. And what do we know about the brand? Is this going to be like finger painting with lip glosses? Is this, you know, a body bling? I have a feeling it's going to be a lot more sophisticated than a brand from a three-year-old could ever be, but we don't know much more than that at this time. Okay. I can't can't wait to hear more. Yeah. Maybe some things for diaper rash. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Well, my woe of the week involves our little lammy lamb, Lamar Odom. Mm. He was uh, 
enraged on Instagram in a battle with Tristan third trimester Thompson over, of <laughs> course, Khloe Kardashian, both of their ex one wife, one ex baby mama and ex fiance. And they really did not pull any punches. So Lammy Lamb Lamar said, he really does not know me. What did Jesus say? God forgive those that they do not know. He don't really know me because that could have turned really ugly. Now, this was because Tristan Thompson, as we talked about last week and have a big problem, has been sort of gaslighting Khloe Kardashian on all of her sexy pictures, putting hard eye emojis, like kissy faces after he's, you know, allegedly having threesomes and foursomes behind her back. It is sort of quintessential gaslighting here. Well, it's yeah. quintessential, like, F-boy behavior. Yes. Twisted psychological love mind games for sure. So when Tristan put those red heart emojis, Lamar Odom commented underneath and he's like, God brought you back the first time. Play if you want different results, which was clearly uh, a little quip in reference to his near fatal overdose on crack and erectile dysfunction medication at, at the, the Bunny, Bunny Ranch. Ranch. At the Bunny Ranch, where all the ODs go down in style outside of Las Vegas. Now, uh, while I really like that someone said something to Tristan third trimester Thompson about, you know, not playing with her mind, uh, uh, I feel like it could have been in a different way. What do you think? Are you, are you with this? Are you not? I, I like that, you know, Lamb Lamb is sort of coming to Chloe's you know, he's, he's, he's trying to help Chloe. He's trying to save her. He's trying to prevent her from further heartbreak. And I like that. I do too. I'm glad someone said to it, but it still made me go, whoa. I was like, wow, totally. they're fighting right under Chloe's picture where she looks amazing and has some, you know, inspirational quote behind it. Well, right, I'm well, just obsessed. Travis, do you follow the Instagram account comments by celebs? I sure do. Cause that's where I've seen all of these interactions. And now I look for them, but like, that is really the fun of Instagram is reading the comments and seeing who's there. And especially when it's celebs commenting on something, but you know, when they get into it and this was like ex-boyfriends getting into it or maybe even a current boyfriend, we don't know. Uh, what I also thought was funny about it was that they didn't go to DMs to battle. They just chose no. right under Chloe's glam picture. Yes, yeah, they're in it. They're in it. Well, that made me clutch my pearls this week. Well, now let's get into some news. Uh, a little up-and-coming singer, don't know if you heard of her, Miss Britney Spears. She finally has a win, Gwen. I'm finally so happy. has a win. She, the judge ruled yesterday that she can hire her own lawyer. And Britney Spears took to Instagram, showed her, quote, gratitude by riding a horse and doing literal cartwheels across the grass. So she was granted the right to choose her own attorney in her conservative battle. And then she posted and said, coming along, folks, coming along. She says, New with real representation today. I feel gratitude and blessed. Thank you to my fans who have supported me. You have no idea what it means to me to be supported by such awesome fans. God bless you all. This is me celebrating by horseback, riding and doing cartwheels today. Hashtag free Britney. Her boyfriend, Sam Lansgari, commented saying, the internet is about to explode. Free Britney. Ariana Grande and Sophie Turner commented. And it was just sort of a happy day by all. Now, 
This wasn't all cartwheels and horse rides because on Wednesday, Britney said that she was extremely scared of her father, Jamie Spears, who has, of course, been in charge of her conservatorship since 2008. Britney said, I'm here to get rid of my dad and charge him with conservatorship abuse. She says, this conservatorship has allowed my dad to ruin my life. If this is an abuse, I don't know what is. I thought they were trying to kill me. I mean, she did not mince words about this. You know, she said before, I want my life back. It's been 13 years. It's enough. And she added that her dad, Jamie Spears, should be, quote, in jail alongside, quote, anyone involved in this conservatorship and management team who played a role to keep pushing this. Now, those are some strong words, Gwen. What do you think? Well, that's what I thought was the wildest news of the week is that she really went there and she really said how she feels about her father, which we have never heard from her. So that was pretty major. I'm not quite sure that conservatorship abuse is an actual charge. The one thing that I worry about here is that Yes, she can choose her own lawyer, but this case is far from over. I just really hope that, that yes, that her father is brought up on some sort of charges. And I mean, it's almost like, it's almost like she was a slave for her father, not a slave to love, but a slave to her father. You know, I do think that there are some charges that he could actually be brought up on beyond just being taken out of the conservatorship. So I hope in the end she gets what she wants. I'm still really worried, but you know my position, Travis. I am 100% free Britney. I do. And she also said in her first hearing that she was, quoting her song, a slave to him. And conservatorship, of course, we are not lawyers yet, but we are getting close clocking these hours for Erica Jane and Britney Spears. True. That it's tough to prosecute um, conservatorship abuse because usually it's only for people who have, you know, really advanced forms of dementia and those sort of things. But uh, so we're talking to some legal experts to try to figure out if he can be criminally charged. But we know now that she can absolutely sue him, go him for broke, take all the money back, lawyer's fees that she's supposed to be paid. So she could be due to those. And I have a feeling we will see those filed very, very soon. I hope so. All right. Let's talk about our favorite, another favorite badass couple, our second favorite badass couple <laughs> after MGK and Megan Fox. Uh, teenage emo couple making out by the lockers, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are possibly engaged. Now, this all came from uh, hairstylist Glenn Oropenza, sparked the rumors that they had gotten engaged or already wed when he posted a series of photos from their Courtney and Travis's Las Vegas trip on Saturday saying, quote, now I understand why people tie the knot in Vegas. There's nothing like love and a good time. Now, the post originally included a diamond ring emoji, <clears throat> but fans later noticed that he swapped it out and replaced it with a black heart instead. And Travis Barker's 15-year-old daughter, Alabama, further fueled the speculation about a secret wedding when she reposted one of Travis and Courtney's photos and said, so happy for you guys. 
Now, the son has reported they are engaged. We have not been able to confirm that, but we are looking into the son seems to be the only one who is hopping on that train. Um, but, you know, no matter what, they had a great time there. And last month, we had a source tell us that engagement was very much on the horizon. The source says an engagement could be right around the corner for Courtney and Travis. This insider said in June, the engagement would be very over the top since Travis loves impressing her. Now, that's sort of a lot of evidence, especially from our hairstylist. <laughs> you know, Trav, the hairstylists know all. It's true. But, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know that these two are going to get married. They are definitely, definitely, definitely having a real good time. And we know it from all of that, like, crazy PDA they post. I mean, come on. She's like a mother of three. Can she, like, cool her jets a little bit and, like, not be on top of him without clothes on in every single picture. She hasn't even married, like she never even married Scott Disick, who's the father mm. for kids. So I don't believe that Courtney is actually going to marry Travis, but like, hey, who doesn't love an engagement? I hope they are engaged. I would I, love to see a ring. There is no way she's not getting a black diamond. I mean, with this couple with the black hearts, this will be yeah. a black diamond, some piece of opal for sure. I'm into it. Fire opal, fire opal around black diamonds. Yes. All right, Gwen, what can you tell us about Jennifer Aniston and who she seems to be flirting with at the moment? Oh, my God. I mean, she has been seen with Gabriel Aubrey, who is like a beyond hot model, actor, whatever yes. he dated. Was he married to Halle Berry or they just dated? I think they were engaged, but not they, married. Right. So he has been linked to other Hollywood hotties of, you know, a certain age, Halle Berry, et cetera. So he's no stranger to a lovely over 40 lady in Hollywood with a fantastic body. And I love seeing him with Jennifer Aniston. I love seeing her actually doing some lighthearted dating. I do, do you, too. Yeah. What do you think, Trav? Do you think that there is a future to this romance? I absolutely think there is. And Jennifer Aniston goes under the radar with her dating so much, and she doesn't really seem to be dating. Maybe she's just hiding it from us really well. She's been around this block before. She could have them out to her $24 million Malibu mansion for dinner. That is all her prerogative. But we've been reporting on her and Brad and Justin Thoreau, but there haven't been a lot of other fun, datey flings in between. So it's really happy for me to have, you know, sources tell us and have them spotted together that she's with this like super attractive former male model, who, as you said, I think it's really important, has dated an established woman in Hollywood and sort of knows the deal. Exactly. And I kind of like that he's not you know, he's not a William Bradley Pitt. He's not someone who's like so front and center that mm -hmm. it would make her almost like play second fiddle the way that she has in the, in the past. I love that it's someone who's a little bit out of the fray, but yes, appreciates a smart, established, older, hot, hot, hot lady in Hollywood. So I'm super into this and I'd like to see it continue. Me too. I hope we see more from this budding couple and we'll be here to tell you all about it. All right, let's move on to the A-listers of the moment, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. 
Well, we told you last week that they were planning on moving in together, and now we have even more sources and more evidence confirming this. So Ben and Jen, a, a real estate source told us, have been looking at homes in Bel Air and the Hollywood Hills area. They have a realtor going out and looking for them, and they've even you know, sent assistants to stop by and FaceTime some of these properties. Now, Jennifer Lopez has recently started talking about them, which I love. It's no longer just paparazzi photos and our sources and innuendo. But she has been saying, quote, there's been so many times in my life where I've not felt happy, just like anyone else. And I'm not good at, I do think I'm good at hiding that from the public because I don't feel like that's their burden to carry. She said this on Apple Music. She says, I don't put that on them. It's show business. I put my best foot forward. I am my best self every time I'm out there because I feel like people need that too. That's my responsibility as an artist is to inspire and help others grow in their own lives. She also said that she is, quote, so grateful for all of the love and good things brought into her life. And she says, quote, I'm glad that we have been on this journey together when asked about Ben. I love it. I love it. Family's good. Everything is just amazing. I feel great. Everything is beautiful. And that's really nice. And I do think that I, I personally haven't given Jennifer Lopez enough credit for no matter what she's going through in her life. She is that same fierce diva performer never a crack in the facade, never a crack in the shell. You'll never see her sweat. Uh, just like after her breakup with A-Rod. I mean, yes, she was dating Ben Affleck a week later, but we never saw her stumble. And I think it's really beautiful. Totally. I mean, J-Lo is a machine, right? Yeah, yeah. But she's a smart cookie. And I don't think that she would be involved in something and certainly wouldn't have taken it this far if it wasn't something that was truly bringing her joy and who knows what else. And I just love this story, Travis, because as I've said, like week after week on this show, I mean, is this not the most relatable thing? It's like the one who got away, the breakup that you had X number of years ago, you can make it work, especially if you are Hollywood's hottest diva. And your ex is someone who needs a little guidance and you can and give it to pruning, them. pruning and pruning. I think what I really love about this couple is the makeover that Ben Affleck of so course. desperately needed from Jennifer Lopez. It is staggering how quickly his body, face and dressing changed as soon as they got together. But what can you expect if you're dating Jennifer Lopez, who is arguably one of the best people at looking right and tight it's going to rub off. And it really, really did. I know you like seeing hot Ben Affleck again. Oh my God. I love seeing hot Ben Affleck again. And I love seeing healthy Ben Affleck again. And what I just can't wait to see, I wonder if she has started him on the tattoo removal process for that heinous, massive tattoo on his back. I know. I think about that back tattoo at least daily. And I really <laughs> hope she started to fire up that laser. Mm -hmm, Just mm -hmm. fire up that laser, put that numbing cream on. And he's probably going to have to sit there for like a week for a few passes. I've oh, heard goodness. she has an all therapy machine in the house. So I'm sure that like he's getting a little, those jowls are going fast. And I wonder if she's probably invested in the laser that removes the tattoo simply so that he can get <laughs> treatments all the time. She has put added the Pico Shore laser to her heart. <laughs> um, but I feel like I can even see that Ben Affleck's face has been all therapized. Maybe. For sure. Maybe.
let us move on to uh, the other Gwen, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. They are ready to have some babies. A source tells us they would love to have a little girl and it is a no brainer for Gwen as she has three boys already and Blake is totally on board with that. He is very patient and supportive. And as Gwen Stefani outlines, um, she would need a surrogate. The source says that for Gwen and Blake, the wedding was more of a formality other than anything else. They've been husband and wife in every sense, except Aww. for the paperwork for a long time. But now that that box is ticked, it's full steam ahead for the baby. Blake privately regrets not being a father sooner, but while he's a great father figure to Gwen's boys, there's all of a sudden this sense of longing to have a family of his own. Gwen had chosen a surrogate, but things didn't work out because of personal matters and requests that she had to do mainly because of the Catholic church, um, but finding the perfect carrier for them and they want to welcome a baby girl as soon as possible. Now, isn't that just lovely? I mean, I would love to see Gwen Stefani have a little badass girl. I would mm-hmm. love, love, love to see that. I think that there are a lot of hoops to jump through for them to make that happen. So let's see. I mean, maybe she froze her eggs. She definitely has some some eggs still left in the hopper. You know, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe they can make it happen. If I anybody definitely can. think they can. Yeah, it's those two. So and that beautiful fountain of youth vampire woman has definitely frozen her eggs. She is taking care of the insides and the outsides, no doubt about it. Hopefully. All right. Well, let us get to our scandal snub of the week. I love this so much. And it involves Priyanka Chopra, the Beyonce of India, Prince William, and Kate Middleton at a tennis match. Now, of course, Priyanka Chopra is very good friends with Meghan Markle, and she appeared to ignore Prince William and Kate Middleton as the couple took their seats to Wimbledon on Saturday. Priyanka failed to clap along with the rest of the crowd as William and Kate entered the royal box um, ahead of the women's singles final in a clip obtained by the Daily Mail. Instead, Priyanka was seen adjusting her scarf and seemingly avoiding eye contact with William and Kate while they mingled with other VIP guests. Later, Priyanka again seemed to look away from the royals when she crossed paths with them um, on the center court balcony, according to photos. Now, Priyanka's recent stub may have been a coincidence, but I mean... You know, when William and Kate show up, they announce it to the whole place. She's adjusting her scarf, intentionally not looking at them. That, that's a snub. I don't know. Maybe she just had to adjust her scarf. I think Priyanka's sort of a cool chick, but awkward, awkward, awkward. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just, when like the Beyonce of your country walks in, then I'm talking about William and Kate actually, just because their star power is so big. It's announced. Everyone is looking at William Kate, even as something as quiet and dignified as Wimbledon, it still causes a quiet stir among the crowd. She knew it was happening and she's like not looking away. She's walking past looking away. She's pissed on behalf of Megan. But hasn't, Priyanka been reading her Us Weekly and learning that Megan and Kate are trying to patch things up? Maybe not. 
maybe she has, maybe she's only read, you know, some older issues. She hasn't gotten to the <laughs> new ones yet to see. Uh, but otherwise, she's still holding that candle for Megan against Kate and William. Okay. All right. That's a good friend. She's loyal. Let's get into some rough to look at news. Gwen, Jesse James Decker on Instagram Live crying. I mean, I feel really bad. I feel really bad for Jesse James Decker because she's so sweet and she, you know, designs that adorable brand kittenish. Like she just wants to be loved, right? But Jesse James Decker revealed that she felt incredibly upset after finding a Reddit page dedicated to saying mean things about her. I mean, why would people do that to Jesse James Decker? She's here's so what, sweet. She's so sweet. But, you know, here's what she said. So I've always been pretty confident in myself and I'm not perfect. I've always fluctuated with my weight up and down. But I have to admit that I've recently been sent a Reddit page that rips me apart on a daily basis. I mean, the 33-year-old said via Instagram on Tuesday, July 13th, they're talking about how apparently fat I've gotten and how boxy and how terrible my body looks. And they're accusing me of editing my body and all these things. It's pretty awful. And I can't believe this is still happening in the world that people are doing this. It's really sad. I mean, I feel really bad for her, Trav, because she's so sweet. But you know what? The haters are going to hate. It happens all over the interwebs. The haters are going to hate. And it's also so tough for celebrities in Hollywood who are below 5'3" because, you know, they gain five pounds. And when you're looking at them in pictures, it, their body completely changes. You know, it's really tough for people who are 5'1", five 5'2", five to gain five or 10 pounds, like then someone who's 5'11", gaining five pounds, it is really not a big deal. And the fact that they started a Reddit account talking about how boxy she looks, I mean, un- unnecessary. It's I thought so we were sad. done with that type of trolling. No, exactly. Totally. And it's bullying. And, you know, she has said it's not okay. And I hope my daughter doesn't grow up in a world where people do this to her because it's wrong. And I think we all need to do better. I agree, Jesse. I agree. I absolutely agree. And after she's had 300 or 400 kids, I can never remember. I mean, (laughs) she looks amazing. Like, it's never right to tear someone down for their weight. But put this into context. This poor short woman has had so many kids. She is a mother to all of these children. She has a bunch of businesses. If she wants to gain a little bit of weight and chill, God bless her. God let her. But I don't even I don't even think that's it. Like, I don't think that she's necessarily gained weight. She's a petite woman who is curvy. And Travis, Mm -hmm. I relate to this. I totally do. Sometimes in photos, you look a little bit bigger than you look in reality. And, you know, it's just so mean, like for people to comment about superficial looks in general. Pick anything else. You can say you hate her lip gloss. You can say you hate her shirt. Just don't comment about anything cosmetic. It's not needed. It's not needed. And people need to spread love and not hate. Well, someone who's looking to get a little bit of love spread on her, Erica Jane, the pretty mess. When I hope you have seen the memes of these mascara tears running down her face from the new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I know. So Erica finally talked about some new things on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh, on Wednesday of this week. It focused on the embezzlement lawsuit 
And Erica spoke to her co-stars. She spoke to Kyle and Lisa over FaceTime about how effing horrible she felt um, during the entire two-week quarantine uh, the cast had to do because Dorit and Kathy tested positive for COVID-19. She said, this sucks so bad that things are just so wrong. People are believing these allegations. They're everywhere. It's terrible. I'm here by myself and what's being said. I mean, it's insane that my divorce is a sham, but nobody cares about the facts. Erica denied the validity of this sham divorce and claims that to Kyle and Lisa that she wouldn't effing know how to hide assets. And she said divorce is a painful thing and having it called a sham is even more painful. It took a lot of courage to leave and it took two seconds for some ass to say it was a sham and for everybody to believe it. Now, Kyle asked Erica, which I think a lot of people um, are asking, well, how was she totally in the dark about what's going on? And then Erica said, you have to remember, it's the firm that they're dragging in. So they're suing the firm and I'm being attached to it. Now, mm. in the confessional with Erica, Erica declined to answer and was unable to explain why she is named in the lawsuit. <laughs> uh, but she told Kyle and Lisa that the lawsuit, quote, means a lot of things and that she had, quote, more lawyers than she can afford explaining that Tom hadn't supported her financially since she left him. She says, I woke up every morning and think about what I need to tackle on a legal front every day. It's just one of those things. Now, she then began to cry and she said, I can't do this. And she said, Tom really was a piece of shit who steals from widows and orphans. And when Crystal questioned why someone would do that, Erica said, everyone is capable of sadistic tendencies. And then lastly, she said, people think that Erica Jane brought down Tom Girardi. Tom Girardi brought down Tom Girardi. Mm. I don't want his actions to absolutely kill what I created. I fear starting over. The only thing I have is my name. And I hope that is not where this ends for me. Rough a lot to unpack. It's really, really hard for, you know, to believe that the wife of this person had no idea about this, but I can also, you know, I was speaking to my mom the other day and she was like, do you think she has any idea of the legal ongoings in his firm? And I was like, no, like if her super rich husband wants to give her $20 million for a business, that fine. That doesn't seem to weird to me and she sort of changed my opinion that Erica really could have known nothing about any of this. I don't know about nothing. I mean, listen, like you look at the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme and his wife and kids who are even involved in the business supposedly knew nothing. But when you're involved with someone who is covering up something that's like unsavory, let's say, Mm-hmm. You you know that there's something wrong. Like, you know that there's something amiss. Like, I find it hard to believe that she knew nothing, though I do agree with the fact that she probably didn't know the extent to what was going on. However, we've all heard the expression, you're known by the company you keep. And so if your husband did this mess, it's kind of like you are part of this mess yourself. So... It's, it's a tough call. I mean, I'm really missing baby girl Sarah Heron because she is an expert on this subject. But she is. I'd really yes. like to hear from all of our listeners too in the comments. What do you think Erica knew? 
Exactly. Do you believe that she knew nothing? Do you believe that she knew exactly where this money was coming from? It's really, it's really a hard thing to unpack. And we're going to have to wait a while for those legal courses to, you know, take what they do. All right, Gwen, well, tell us about uh, Kanye West and supermodel Irina Shank, professional baby mama and model Irina (laughs) Shank and, uh, you know, crazy person and genius Kanye West. What is going on? I mean, it might not be love in paradise, Trav. Now they're spending less and less time together. Arena has said to friends that she doesn't want to be super attached. She's in New York. He's in LA, I believe, at the moment. And who knows? There could be trouble in paradise there. After like hot and heavy, they were really enjoying hanging out. Kim Kardashian was into it for Kanye. Now it's sort of like maybe cooling off a little bit. But as we always discuss with celebrity romances, let's not forget celebrities are just like us. These two are hanging out. They're having a good time. It may not be super serious or something to put a label on. I still believe we've got a lot of red carpets coming up and I'm looking forward to seeing them together. I don't know about you. What think? Well, so a source told us that Irina really didn't want to be on every single public red carpet with Kanye West. It is Paris Couture Fashion Week. It is Con. It is Fashion Month in Milan, over here, or back to New York, the Met Gala. There's a lot of very public red carpets. And they had just started dating. They went to Paris for his birthday. And then the source told us that he was expecting them to go to all these events together and be the new power it fashion couple. And she was like, ah, we're still sort of new. I don't know if I want to be Mrs. Kanye West yet. I have my own thing going on. I have a daughter. So that is what the source told us led to their eventually cooling off. She's keeping it real. She's keeping it real. And I really, I I like her more and more with each source update and story I see about it. I agree. Well, the other fashionate girl, Bella Hadid, has finally gone public with her boyfriend, Mark Kalman, and he has a Kardashian connection, as all the Hadids and Jenner Kardashians do. (laughs) There is always that web. So Mark Kalman and Bella were first officially cited on July 2nd, 2020, when they were spotted exiting the Ami Leon Dore Cafe, which I don't even know where that is, in Lower Manhattan. (laughs) Um, But they were spotted there, very French. Um, And then she posted a picture of them kissing this week. And uh, a source says that's basically their anniversary, their one-year anniversary of when they started dating. So they could have been dating for at least a year. That the Kardashian connection is the boyfriend, Mark Kalman, has worked as an artistic director for Kylie Jenner's boyfriend, Travis Scott, um, for a very long time. Kalman is apparently well-known for his work with Travis Scott in the music industry and has a prolific profile portfolio site depicting his various projects from doing art for Travis Scott to creating branding from Milk Studios made in Fashion Week. And Travis Scott is a great artist. He's really known for his visuals too. So this is sort of a really like big boy job for this guy to have and really sort of David LaChapelle level artistic creation. So I believe that that custom Scaparelli dress with the lungs, those golden lungs gave Bella the courage to come forward and to actually bring this relationship out into the open and make it really official 
She posted that she felt loved and, you know, good for you, Bella. Good for you. Good for you. I will never forget those, that gold long necklace. And I'm sure you will not either. Do you know what it's time for? Are we going to box? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Yes, it is, Gwen. We are about to box. Let's do it. And, you know, this first one was originally for the ghost of baby girl Sarah Huron floating (laughs) out there in the ethos. But now it is for Gwen Flamberg, who is judging all of these, actually. I've got it. We have Brian Austin Green, 48 years old, Hmm. versus former Felicity star Scott Foley, who is 49. Oh, you know, it's interesting because both of these guys have kind of been, um, you know, slightly humiliated by women they were with (laughs) IRL and on the screen. Yes. I think that Brian Austin Green's recent Instagram uh, declaration has given him a little bit of confidence and power. And he's just going to like one punch and knock Scott Foley out. Sorry, Scott. Bye-bye. Bye, Scott. Have a good time. Love when you directed that last episode of Felicity. Okay, next we have uh, two powerhouse women, Gwen. This is going to be a little tough uh, tough. choice. Michelle Rodriguez, 43 Mm. this week, versus Brigitte Nielsen, who is 58 this week. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez grew up in New York City on the Lower East Side, I believe. So, you know, she's, she's tough. She's scrappy. Brigitte Nielsen, I think she looks tougher than she is. And simply mm-hmm. because she played the girlfriend of Drago in Rocky three, Rocky four. four. I don't know which Rocky was it four. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she deserves to be knocked out simply because of her allegiance to Drago, who killed Apollo Creed. So I'm going to give this to Michelle Rodriguez. She's going to use her New York City street fighting skills and really knock Brigitte Nielsen, a surprise, right out. Ding, ding, ding. Brigitte Nielsen was also in Conan the Barbarian. So I thought we were going to have a little bit of that. But Michelle Rodriguez, that Lower East Side swag, you got it. Last bout before the finale, we had Taylor Kinney, 40 years old today, versus Topher Grace, who is 43 this week. Topher Grace is so sweet and such a great actor. But Taylor Kinney, Friday Night Lights, am I right? Like oh. he would just he would just get in that ring and with his smooth voice say, Lila, <laughs> a reference to Lila Garrity and his great yes. love for her. And Bless that you, would Riggins. just like spontaneously, Topher Grace would just fall to the ground. Total knockout. Well, Topher Grace has taken a tumble and now the top three are in the battle. We have Brian Austin mm-hmm. Green, 48, Michelle Rodriguez, 43. And Taylor Kinney, Tom Riggins, 40 years old. This is not even a fair (laughs) fight, Travis, because I believe that Michelle Rodriguez would get in between them like a gorgeous sandwich filling. And she would just punch with each of her hands. Like in three seconds, she would just knock them both out. Wow. Gorgeous sandwich filling. Michelle Rodriguez, 43 years old. Happy birthday and congratulations. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Thank you to my host, the ghost of baby girl, Sarah Huron out of Nikki's Ethos and Gwen Flamberg for helping me spill this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Crone on Hot Hollywood with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities. After all, Gwen, what are they? They are just like, like us. us.